You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. An educationalish podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. With me is Paul Vine. Paul Vine. Your co-host, co-conspirator, partner in crime, towel boy. And this time with a mic. Engineer Harold. It's been a while. Choo-choo. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, Harold, it, Harold's ban has been lifted. We've given him a mic <laughs> before he leaves us for a month. He has yeah. a mic again. Yeah. Uh, if if you want to hear the normal must date, you have to sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, th- there is always going to be a Musk date. As long as there is a Musk, there will be a Musk date. <laughs> and now it's bonus content. Um, it's a doozy. Now, Paul, you've been wanting to talk about... It's it's my episode, but you've been wanting to talk about Disney movies for a little while. Yeah, right? so I've been watching uh, So Weird, which is like this late 90s... It's a Disney TV show. It's a TV show, yes. Okay. Um, which, first off, is extremely difficult to find because nobody really cared about it, I think. So Weird. Uh, I used to love that show. I'm pretty sure it's the one. Isn't it like the girl on uh, the tour, tour bus, bus and her mom. mom is... What's her mom? A singer-songwriter. But she's someone... Mackenzie like, Phillips. Mackenzie Phillips. Yes. Who's famous for... Uh, sleeping with her dad. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like a thing like a couple years ago. What? Sorry, what? Mackenzie Phillips. I'm pretty sure this is... Like, came out and said that, like... She had a what she said was consensual at the time relationship with like her father, and then like everybody got like really weirded out and grossed out with her, and then she like broke down like a couple weeks after that and re- said like oh I didn't you know I've thought about it and I realized that like what I thought was consensual at the time was not. That is the thing I remember reading. All right. I meant what band was she in? But oh, fuck. I don't know if she was in a band. I All think right. She just did... a solo artist? I think she was a solo artist. Holy shit. All right. What about... Talk about so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so, it's ba- but it's basically like the X-Files for children. Um, and it gets like decently like... Not as dark as X-Files, but pretty dark for like a Disney show. Like the f- first episode... The first oh, her dad was in the Mamas and the Papas. That's mm, right. Yes. Her dad that I now know she had sex And you with. might want to double check that so this is I'm like going to double check that. Sl- slanderous? Relationship with father. That's an entire section in personal life. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, I hope I didn't just like imagine this whole thing. Um... During the interview, Phillips read excerpts from her book. She said that at the age of 19, on the night before her first wedding, I woke up that night from a blackout to find myself having sex with my own father. And that when she confronted her father months later, asking why he had raped her, her father simply replied, Raped you? Don't you mean we made love? Huh. Yeah, it's not... And again, I believe I read, like, some excerpts from her before that, like, book came out where she talked about it in a like less bad light yeah it says yeah and then later came to realize that like oh no that was bad um regardless the the show itself was good um but uh the main characters of that show um are uh cara delavine or something like that what's her uh or delizia or something i think it's delizia she was um She's the girl in the Mary Kate and Ashley video. Yeah, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm still trying to get past that. Yeah, sorry. She's the girl in the uh, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley pizza. Give me pizza video. Oh, okay. That says yeah. whipped cream poured like waterfalls. Yeah, I'm familiar. That's the, the one ma- that's always slowed down. She's the one that said whipped cream poured like waterfalls. Yeah, that's the main character. It's so weird. Um, but her brother in the show. I feel like I can't listen to the Mamas and the Papas anymore. Yeah, it's weird, right? I really like that one song by them. Uh, Snow Queen of Texas. Oh. It's mostly... That's them, right? Yeah. It's mostly yeah. the woman singing. So My was, Mama Cass was the... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, so weird. Back but... To what you're saying. Uh, 
so her, her brother and the like son of the bus driver in the show uh, were in the Disney uh, movie Brink. Yeah. Like there's the main character and I think the main antagonist of that film, Eric Von Detten, is the, the bus driver's brother. He's the main character. Yeah. Uh, and then I forget the guy who plays Jack in the show. But in, in looking up what else these people had done, because Eric Von Detten looked very familiar, I knew him from Brink, and I was like, he's definitely done some other stuff. He was in Return to Witch Mountain. Okay. Which was, there was an old, like, 50s Disney film, or 50s or 60s Disney film, Return to Witch Mountain, that they remade for TV in yeah. the 90s. Which was actually part of a series that they did where they remade four of their old films, which were uh, The Shaggy Dog. Okay. Was that the Tim Allen remake? No. These were all TV TV versions. Yeah. Shaggy Dog, Return to Witch Mountain, uh, The Computer Who Wore Tennis Shoes. Yeah. I've always thought that was such a cool title. And Freaky Friday. Was the... Different Freaky Friday? It was a different Freaky Friday. This Freaky Friday had... um, Oh, shit. Look up the actresses, because they were, like, pretty popular people. Like, it was, like, a 90s movie. And what's weird to me is that, like, they remade those films, and then, like, less than 10 years later, remade three of those into, like, feature-length, like, released-in-theater movies. (coughs) They did The Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen... They did the Return to Witch Mountain with The Rock, and then they did Freaky yeah. Friday with like Lindsay Lohan. So it's just weird to me that they like remade those films. Yeah, it's Shelley Long. Yeah, Shelley Long from Cheers. Yes, and was the mom, and then the daughter was um, Gabby Hoffman. Yeah, who I don't know who that is. She's on Transparent. Oh, okay, you would probably recognize her. She's pretty like she's got a like distinctive look to her. Um. She was not super recognizable in the the movie poster, but that was just something I stumbled on um, while reading about the actors and actresses in the TV show. So weird, yeah. That I was like, it's weird to me that Disney like did that because I love all those weird old those old like Disney original films that are probably at a certain level like ideologically poison, um, like Smart House. Where the, the, they move into... The, Smart House is awesome. But, like, there's, like, a weird, like... The mother is the, the, the keeper of the household. Like, there's a weird, like, 1950s thing going on there, ideologically. But I love those films growing up. And, like, it was super weird. But like, it's Escape to Witch Mountain. There's, there's, there's Escape to Witch Mountain, and then there's Return to there's, Witch Mountain. And something called Race to Witch Mountain. Race to Witch Mountain, sorry. Yes. There are several There's things with Witch Mountain. But that one has uh, Brad Dorif in the TV movie. Brad Dorif, I know that name. He plays... Um, Is that Ray's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond? No, that's Brad... Garrett. Garrett. Brad Dorif is the... Um, Shit, what's his name? He's in uh, the X-Files, and he's in, like, Deadwood? Mm, I don't know. You'd recognize him. He's a famous, like, character actor. He sure l- like, looks really weird, got, like, curly, wispy hair. Well, we'll have to watch these weird 90s. He's in the... It's the Dude. first season of X-Files, oh man. Oh, my God. Who is it? Who's Brad Dorif? I'll look it up. Is he the guy that, like, can... Yeah, he's, he's the... the psychic guy. Yeah, okay. I know Brad Dorif. Yeah. I like Brad Dorif. Yeah, it's just, again, weird that he's in this... He was uh, the first choice to play the joker i think that's I and then they picked uh jack nicholson and the like studio wanted tim burton to do jack nicholson instead and they went with that but i think he said he would be a really good joker i feel like because his whole thing is that he gets way not he's not like a method actor i don't think but he gets like really into his characters and does is like really weird and yeah. kind of overacts some people would call it overacting, but it kind of works for like the roles that he's done. I just call it acting. So, how does that set you up for your topic? Well, you were talking about Disney. Okay. What's the mascot for Disney? Is it um, Walt Disney's frozen head? <laughs> no, the one for kids. 
Oh, the one for kids. Yeah. It's like a giant burning cross and swastika, right? <laughs> no. The Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a giant Just burning. give it to me. <laughs> Just give me what I want. Donald Duck. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Mickey, the other one. Mickey Mouse. The one who has the house. Yes. House of Mouse. <laughs> what? what? You're talking about House of Mouse? No. I'm going to talk about the house that the Mouse second built. most famous a d- a goofy rodent. movie. The second most famous rodent. The, the, the mouse from Great Mouse Detective? No. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez? Nope. Is it the is it the Mickey Mouse's cousin? You got a joke there? No, I'm pretty sure it just has a weird looking cousin, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, What's the second most famous rodent? Charles E. Cheese. Oh my God! <laughs> the origin of Chuck E. Cheese. Oh boy! Hit me with this. All right, what do you know about Chuck E. Cheese? I know. Here's honestly, mm-hmm. I've only been to like Chuck E. Cheese once. Really? I think I've probably been more than that. But I think yeah, when I was a tiny kid, maybe mm-hmm. once or twice for a birthday party. I had several birthdays there. Yeah, I know that when he got older, he changed his name to Dave. No, and Buster. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Are you using your phone as a coaster? Yes. Um... Oh, you're just going to say that like it's not a completely fucked up thing to do. <laughs> it's fine. It's waterproof. It's definitely wineproof. Um, what What do you think Chuck E. Cheese and Atari have in common? Uh, they're both found in gra- graveyards. They uh, were both founded garbage. by Nolan Bushnell. The Bushnell? Yeah. Like the... Telescope brand? Like Nolan Bushnell, the guy who founded Atari uh, and like invented Pong. He founded Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Was it like a way for him yep. to make arcade games? It was basically, it was a means of um, getting children to play arcade games. What they, the fuck? They realized that arcade <laughs> games were popular, but they were like... You know what's not popular <laughs> enough? Giant talking rats. <laughs> hey kids, come to my... Like, I just imagine him in, like, a fucking alleyway. He's like, hey, kids, I got a rat back here. He's got some cheese and some pizza. I've got an Atari set up for you to come and play Pong. Now that sounds like a pedophile. (laughs) Um, Don't worry, the rat won't bite. So Nolan Bushnell pitched this idea to Atari. Originally, it was, like, open through Atari. And he just wanted a place where children could, could become addicted to... Arcade game. Pizza. No. Uh, it was originally called Pizza Time Theater. Pizza Time Theater is really good. How did they change the name? <laughs> it was originally, it wasn't even called Chuck E. Cheese. They did that like 10 years later. Pizza Time Theater. Just, like, pizza Time Theater. Pizza Time Theater sounds like a fucking medieval times ripoff yeah. where it's like kids are like, yay, pizza. And then they just like reenact like Hamlet in front of them. <laughs> Oh man, I love Pizza Time Theater. Bring that back. <laughs> That's the coolest thing. Man, fuck, fuck the animatronic band. That's super good. Oh, I'll get to fucking the animatronic band. I've seen uh, Rule Thirty Four of uh, Friday Night at Freddy's. What's that game? Five Nights. Five, at five Nights at Freddy's. Um, people are horny for that fox. Yeah. Um. So he picked pizza. Because he said, basically, he thought it was the the hardest thing to fuck up. Uh, you could you could definitely. It was like there's only a couple ingredients, uh, and there's a quick turnaround time on pizza. That's true. You can probably you can make a good pizza in like, I mean, if you pre make the dough, you can make a good pizza in about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's all. You just wanted to keep it simple because you wanted to keep. Now you can make a really bad and pizza. And you can eat pizza with one hand and then play video games with the other hand. Oh man, yeah, and then you grease up the fucking <laughs> controls. You, you gross <laughs> fucking. He's children. making a fucking video game. Well, then, then you Bar can just for kids. Sla- slobber on a skee ball while you're at it. <laughs> I can tell you only went to Chuck E. Cheese once because yeah, it was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> You give kids pizza and cake, and then they run around. There's a ball pit. 
Oh, man. <laughs> man, there's some gross stuff in the bottom yeah. of that ball pit. I wasn't allowed in the ball pit because I was too old when I got. I went there. Oh, really? Yeah, there's that... like a weight limit, I think, and a height limit. And I surpassed both. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I think I was turned down from the ball pit, too. But there were times when I, I could be in the ball pit. Uh, the first location was in San Jose, California. And he was inspired by the Walt Disney Corporation, of course. However, he didn't originally intend for it to be Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, originally, he bought a mascot, like uniform. He bought the costume because Atari was developing the like technology that would go inside, the animatronics that would go inside. So he apparently bought this mascot costume from, I guess, a photo. And Oh, I've seen like the old one. Yeah, it looks terrible. Like the original, right? yeah. Yeah. And he thought it was a coyote. So they were going to name, uh, it, the original name was Coyote Pizza. And then they got, like, when they were developing the business. And then they got the mask, the, like, suit shipped to them. And they're like, when oh. they opened it, there was a giant pink tail. And they're like, fuck, it's a rat. It's not a coyote. Like, we can't call it Coyote Pizza and have this robot rat. So we should call it Rat Pizza. <laughs> he call, He initially said, Rick Rat's Pizza. Rick Rat's Pizza's good too. <laughs> so all these names. Rick Rat's Pizza Time Theater. Oh man, these are all way better than fucking Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> like a million times better. And then, of course, he went to the uh, fucking marketing people. And they, they, and they were like, mm, we don't want to associate. Uh, like, what if we called our- it. What if we called it. Acela. Acela Pizza. A what? A Pizza. <laughs> Wait, what word are you saying before pizza? A cella? Like, like. <laughs> The, the Microsoft thing where they just named all their shit like like the Altera, and then like like okay, the, yeah. is like a fucking name that they would call it a, a damn pizza because it sounds like a car and you want to go fast yeah like like the pizza goes fast through your, di- your I digestive also, system. I <laughs> no, Rick Rat's Pizza Time Theater does sound like an amazing like. This it sounds like an '80s, like like a like a cyberpunk thing. <laughs> really, I think it sounds like because this was in '77 uh, that it opened. It sounds like just like a sleazy New York pizza place. Like that's where you have like Rick Rats. The yeah, one no, that's like, what I'm saying. Like an, it's in, just got porno movies. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but like in in a in a, a giant beautiful city. That is like gleaming and neon lights everywhere. And then like you zoom down, you go like, you know, down this giant chrome building right at the bottom, brick exterior, Rick Rat's Pizza Parlor. And it's like the buildings are so high because the the earth has become contaminated and the rats right. have started mutating and into yeah, it's people just a bunch of it's creature. like a bu- the bunch of garbage in the undercity. It's like the like a metropolis. You know, you have your your beautiful giant city but then here's where the real people are the people that are like the, the lower class the, the laborers they 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 don't get the, the they fancy. live side by side with rats they are yeah. rats in this future they've spliced themselves everybody's a rat are there more rats, rats in new time. york city than people i'm pretty I sure yes i think that's i think it's an urban myth because there's a lot of people in new york city. there's a lot of fucking rats though i've seen Statistically, I've always seen more people at a subway stop than rats. Yeah, true. But there's also... (laughs) Statistically, I've seen more rats on the subway rails than I have people. Well, that's because people can't really fit on the rails. That's an unfair... uh, That's an unfair data point. Well, also, fucking rats don't wait for the train. That's true. So yours is unfair, too. That means I should see more of them. Anyway, you remember the meme Pizza Rat? That was the original idea. That was for, yeah, that was, that was Chuck E. Cheese's. They were just like, hey, kids, come in here. We got a rat eating pizza. I don't know why he talks like this, like a sleazy British producer. But here he is. He's got a denim jacket on. He's got a little mohawk. He put his hair up in a mohawk. And he's just nomming on some pizza. Chuck E. Cheese never had a punk face. But it'd be super cool if he did. Like I'm just like imagine the Alvin and the Chipmunks go punk album mixed with like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic band and how good that would be. That would be pretty sick. But um, so they opened up one pizza, pizza theater, pizza time theater, Chuck E. Cheese's they pizza time up theater. One can of pizza. And sauce. I think they officially said that Ch- that. Uh, 
the E does not stand for anything. Oh, wait, while you're doing that accent, I want to tell you. So, <laughs> they have like an international franchise. Welcome to Chuck E. Cheeses. The E stands for ecstasy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Come on, kids, it's a rave. <laughs> oh, you're so fucking on the money right now. Just hold on. <laughs> how, how is this on the money? I'm terrified for the future of our youth. Uh... Because uh, we'll get there. Okay. Um, All right. So the first location, very successful. And then in uh, the late 70s, in 1979, he wanted to open up more stores. And so he met this guy, Robert Brock, of a company called Topeka Inn Management that he gave exclusive franchising rights to. He was going to uh, open uh, Chuck E. Cheese's in 16 states across the country. Like, one's going to be, like, broken down. One will be really nice and clean. What, what is that? Like, states, states, states of disrepair. Oh, okay, funny. There's a, there's uh, a, there's a reach. Yeah, it was a reach. They so, can't, yeah, all, they can't keep, all be I'm, good. You keep the jokes, yeah. You uh, <laughs> keep them coming, you'll get there. Uh, apparently, uh, this guy met a man named Aaron Fletcher, who worked for Creative Engineering. And I love old company names because they were just like ah oh, shit what do we do <laughs> like what, what do we do it's like well we're, we're creative and we engineer and we're incorporated good CEI so um the guy Robert Brock met this man and saw creative engineering incorporated's uh, uh animatronic technology and how it was way fucking better than what Atari was doing like they made animatronics. Well, all, they made animatronics that like actually had facial expressions and could actually play instruments. Whereas Chuck E. Cheese is just moving around. Yeah, they're doing that. It's that SNL. It's that SNL bit with it's exactly. and Sorry, right? So this guy, when he was on the eve of making the deal with Nolan Bushnell and Chuck E. Cheese, fucking, he had signed a contract. Wait, was it still, was it Chuck E. Cheese at the time? Yeah, uh, Pizza Time Theater. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza, pizza time. time Theater. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. What, I didn't know. We'll what call it Pizza changed. Show Biz, which was <coughs> the Atari subdivision, the, the part of Atari that was focusing on Pizza Time Theater, was Pizza Show Biz. Okay, wait. Sorry, continue your story because I have a, I have an idea. Oh wait. Um, okay. So what happened? That was actually the, the Topeka Inn Management, which also is a funny company name because you know like it started. He managed one inn in Topeka, and now he's doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> but he signed a contract, and then he met Creative Engineering, Inc., and fucking bailed on the contract. Oh, you like... He bailed on the contract with Chuck E. Cheese and said, cited misrepresentation. And he went with Creative, Neer- <clears throat> Creative Engineering, Incorporated, and started a chain instead called Showbiz Pizza Place. Okay. That was exactly the fucking same as Chuck E. Cheese, but with a different band. And a better band. Right. There was a... Uh, they were called The Rockafire Explosion. The, I'm sorry, the what? The Rockafire Explosion. And the members were Billy Bob Broccoli, who played, bo- who played bass and sang, who was a hillbilly brown bear. There was a... The 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 other singer was Looney Bird. Uh, the drums and vocals was Duke Larue, who was a mongrel who aspired space travel and oh. wore a space themed suit. So a dog in a space suit. Okay. Cool. Um, a silverback gorilla who played keys named Fats Geronimo. Okay, that's good. That's really good. A cool laid back polar bear named Beach Bear. This is a big band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another singer <coughs> who was a female mouse named Mitzi Mozzarella. And then there were two comedians that performed in between their sets. That was Rolf DeWolf and Earl Schmerl. This is a whole act. This is. <laughs> yeah. This is. They had the band that was fronted by Billy Bob Broccoli and Looney Bird. Billy Bob Broccoli is such a. 
Like kids don't like broccoli. Did he think? But they liked that? Billy Bob. <clears throat> That's true. Kids go crazy for Billy Bob Thornton. That's why Bad Santa was such a popular <laughs> film. Because kids couldn't keep their hands off of him. They just loved how bad he was. <laughs> and Bad News Bears. Look, it, it comes back together. Shit. Yeah. So Billy Bob Thornton was hanging out at Showbiz Pizza. Back, back. His persona is Billy Bob Broccoli, the brown bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where was I? We were talking about how After this guy the bailed. He bailed. Oh yeah. So they started. They had better animatronics, right? Uh, so how did they get the Chuck E. Cheese name? Well, what do you mean? Well, the uh, Chuck E. Cheese was. You said Chuck E. Cheese was owned by Bushnell and mm-hmm. Atari. So they ran Chuck E. Cheese and they had Showbiz Pizza. These were two different competing businesses yes. that were basically the same, except for the band. Right. Um, the guy, Nolan Bushnell, wound up suing uh, Brock. Okay. Because, uh, for breach of contract, because of course he should. Right. The guy said misrepresentation. I assume the thing in That's his mind was that, like, Nolan Bushnell was like, we have the best animatronics. And this other guy's like, we have the best animatronics. And he was like, shit, is that bear actually playing a banjo? I'm going with that guy. So they both uh, were in operation for a few years. I guess five years, Chuck E. Cheese was running. And then there was the video game crash of 1983. Right, the E.T. thing. Yeah. Atari had to put, the Atari well, they, went under, <clears throat> right? Um, or did they? They didn't go under. They didn't go they, under, but I think they had to declare bankruptcy. At least Bushnell. That's had the thing to, I should read more about because I don't know enough about the video game crash of 1983. It was basically that like it was just oversaturated. There was too much stuff on the market. Yeah, and then um, it was like there was a dip for a while. There was the crash, and then once the uh, NES started selling yeah i was gonna say nintendo was like the yeah. first company to really come out of it yeah it started like you know improving again during that time during the video game crash people stopped going out and playing video games kids just wanted pizza they didn't care about the video games that's buck wild but okay so um yeah atari had financial troubles and they, they had to s- declare bankruptcy for pizza time theater so did this other company buy the yep. rights to Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. So uh, Showbiz Pizza, who they had stole the idea. They legally bought it. They bought Chuck E. Cheese. And then they both ran for a little while as Showbiz Pizza and Chuck, or Pizza Time Theater. And then they decided to just change over to Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. It was in 1992. They started in 90. They stopped being showbiz pizza. And by 92, they had converted all the stores over to Chuck E. Cheese's pizza. Okay, here's my question. And they ripped out the old animatronics. Yes, and put the- here's my question. Yes. Like all the E.T. games that wound up in a landfill, is there a landfill filled with old Chuck E. Cheese animatronics? Not old Chuck E. Cheese, but it's actually really cool. The Rockafire band? Yeah. Uh, the f- rock of fire explosion did they just like the rip guy their skin off the guy who yes some of them they just basically the converted fuck? them they oh, took the, the internal mechanisms and turned them into chuck e cheese characters however the guy who worked for cei that um started the uh company yes um he's also aaron fetcher fetcher aaron fetcher who was also oh, i the- hardly know her <laughs> He's also the creator of Whack-A-Mole. What? Uh, he, <laughs> okay. He uh, he didn't sign the rights over. He was a partner in Showbiz Pizza, and then he like retained the rights of the band when they stopped. When they converted over to Chuck E. Cheese, so he still like makes he's Rock so, of Fire things. He's still somewhere out there, like, with he, Billy Bob Broccoli. <laughs> he apparently tried to keep the company going and find other places that the Rock of Fire explosion could, would, perform. could perform. So there are still a few out there. Oh my god, road trip. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. They have a new concept that's going on. But you can find them there. It's an arcade bar in Kansas City, Missouri. 
There's uh, that's not that far away. There's one at Schmidty's Super Service in Sandy Hook, Mississippi. Billy Bob's Wonderland in Barbersville, West Virginia has one. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and there is a indoor amusement park called Odyssey Fun World in Naperville, Illinois, and Tinley Park, Illinois, that has the new Rock of Fire show. Oh, fancy! And the new Rock of Fire show is. It's like they do modern songs, of course, and they like rap and beatbox. Because like, are of they course. covers or are they like it's uh, it's, original? I think they have a couple originals. Oh man, that I, are in the style of like, and I, I need, think they do a couple covers. I need to hear the Rock of Fire band do like fucking burning down the house, man. That sounds like it'd be a good time. Just like, just imagine Billy Bob Broccoli up there. Watch out! <laughs> you might have watch out. That seems like a fucking good time. It's just in like even larger overalls. Yes, just huge overalls. Oh man, yeah, we gotta go to. Where is the place in West Virginia? Billy Bob's Explosion. What was it called? <laughs> it's Rockafire Explosion. Is the name of the band. But what was the store? The store is called like Billy Bob's. Billy Wonderland. Bob's Wonderland. Wonderland. We gotta go. We'll do a, a live. A live episode featuring a song from explosion. the Rock of Fire band in the middle. So uh, they'll get sued by whoever the fuck this is. Um, apparently the guy who designed them, Aaron Fetcher, is... Uh, he like wouldn't give up at first and tried to find another buyer. And then eventually, it almost feels like he wrote his Wikipedia page. He had to like fire... Everyone in the company. So now it's like just him and his dream of the Rock of Fire explosion. Man, again, this that would he's be a, still looking. This would be a much better Ready Player One thing. What like, like instead of him being like, "Oh yeah, I liked all those really popular things from the '80s." He's just like a fucking weirdo. He's just like, "I love the Rock of Fire explosion band." <laughs> and so, like, is it, he British in the movie? Yes, he's, he's it's not Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg was the other guy. His buddy was British. Okay, yeah. But but like just like to like 2050, there's just a bunch of like kids in like burnout trailer parks, reel into the Rock of Fire explosion band. And this would be a good film. It would. It would be good. Um, we also. <laughs> we can. We should take a break. Yeah. We should take a break before we get back into the. One last thing that I want to say about right. Showbiz Pizza is you can buy animatronics from him, new and used. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... What? It's... Fuck the break. What? <laughs> CEI is still a company that I have not priced out how much, let's say, a a bear head is, but you can ideally buy them. I am am already on the way. Uh, There is a community of Rockafire fans online, and they have a YouTube channel with videos. There there are a lot of Rockafire videos. And um, even the people that performed in the band have careers. Uh, one of them is in an acapella group called Toxic Audio. Uh, one of the guys is Bubba Whoopass Wilson, a member of the Monsters in the Morning radio show. And Tilly is fired. Okay, holy shit. I looked up this bear. I know this bear. Yeah, you know the bear. I'm friends with this bear. <laughs> Look at this pervert. <laughs> Yeah, that's, this, we've reached the part of the episode let's where take a break because you're showing pictures yeah. right. sorry we'll be right back hey all you thimkies, thimkos and thimkers out there this is Nick and I want to reach out one more time to tell you to go to patreon.com slash thimk and if you like the podcast, please sign up to be either a Thimkey, Thimko, or Thimker. And please, your your monthly money can help us afford to <laughs> save up and travel to Orlando, Florida to do a three-hour tour of creative engineering for $350, where we would get to not only meet Aaron Fetchter, 
but also the Rockafire explosion. And if you tell all your friends and get them to sign up for the Patreon as well, we could afford the $1,035 animatronics experimenters kit, with which we could make our own themed animatronic. Now, isn't that something terrible that you'd really like to see? Because I don't, but you might. And if so, please, patreon.com slash themk. Thank you. Hey, kids, we're back. I hope you enjoyed the show. Chuck E. Cheese and his friends has played a couple of smash hit songs from the new album. I don't know, man. I like it a lot. It's here's a real quick question before we get back into it. Yes, how the fuck was Comet Ping Pong the place that everyone was just like, this is where they're selling child sex slaves? Because Chuck E. Cheese makes sense. Like, if you're gonna kidnap children and store them in the the basement, yeah. Like, if you're gonna store kids in the basement of a pizza place, do it to the place that literally markets itself to children. Yeah. You're Those right. kids, you get lost in the ball pit. Guess what? Child sex slave. Sorry, you lost. Good day, sir. It's in the rules. Yeah, they Willy Wonka style come out it's, with a big contract. Is that why they limit you by height and weight? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh boy. Who cursed? Speaking of which, yeah. again, during the break, I did a little bit of quick research because Nick mentioned trying to be able to buy these animatronics and i could not find a link to do so but what i did find was some photos of the confederate critter band from the late 1970s which was also run by i think cei I'm, it's unclear it's on mm-hmm. um, a, a main website for uh showbizpizza.com uh which is basically take a bunch of the Chuck E. cheese character-esque people and put them in old-timey confederate yeah. outfits apparently like i just and, kind of imagine this Probably Guy. same fucking battle him of the Republic. Apparently he, he just after he was kicked out of Showbiz Pizza. Um Hey kids, you like Chuck E. Cheese? Well guess what? What if he was racist? Here he is. I hope you enjoy him. Yeah, he just made a bunch of other animatronic bands and tried to sell them. It Inclu- won't stop. It, it's including like- the Moon Rockers, which are <laughs> a group of aliens from a city in the moon. This guy is cursed. This guy has been cursed. And the only way he can free himself from this earth is to build enough animatronic bands until they become strong enough to kill him. <laughs> Are like this is gonna be Skynet, man. They're like, oh, Skynet's gonna be the military. No, it's gonna be this fucking pervert out there building racist, racist moon robots. What's the pervert? <laughs> Somebody's building animatronics that can actually play instruments. You know they're a pervert. You're right. <laughs> they're going to get them right now. Okay. They're trying to shut me down for telling the don't, truth. Don't Elon Musk this. You can't just call people perverts without proof. <laughs> Um, so, fuck, when Shuffiz Pizza bought out Chuck E. Cheese and then became Chuck E. Cheese, they called it, uh, Concept Unification. And before that... That is some fucking grade-A business bullshit. Mm -hmm. Before that, when they were still, like, it took a few years to do... They thought about a showbiz pizza. They just, couldn't figure out how to fit the mouse I and the bear they were together. Sick of the Rockefeller <laughs> band. Trying to, they're trying to. They're trying to like. We don't know how it works. Help! They're trying to unify them. They had to impregnate the bear with who would become the new Chuck E. Cheese. They had to hook up each member of the original Chuck E. Cheese band with Billy Pop Rockley's Rockafire Explosion Group, and they had to procreate and create the new Chuck E. Cheese band. No. Alright, I thought you were going to think this is funny, but that's better. <laughs> they were bored of the Rockafire band. Probably because the animatronics were better and therefore creepier. Oh, yeah, for and at sure. At one point, they thought about just adding Spider Man <laughs> or, or Garfield. <laughs> what, just jacking off in the background? No. Singing. Who doesn't want- I love the idea that it's just like. 
Hey kids, it's it's Chuck E. Cheese, and now here's your favorite boy. It's Garfield. <laughs> you hate Mondays, kids. This Garfield shows up and he's just pissed. There's no lasagna. It's like there's literally only fucking pizza. Come on, the cat likes one thing. Let him have it. They probably also have lasagna. They have cold cut sandwiches. And so, how does that make sense? You're right. There's a lot of stuff to fuck up with lasagna. Um, They never actually replaced any of the band members with Spider 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 Man or Garfield, but they did replace Billy Bob and Looney Bird with Yogi Bear and Boo Boo in three locations. Oh, I wish I had a good Boo Boo Yogi Bear impression. I wish you did too. So at this point, when they all became Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza, they got rid of the Rock of Fire explosion. And reprogrammed slash retrofitted the Rock of Fire explosion into a new band, the Chuck E. Cheese Band, this... which is known as Munch's Make Believe Band. Okay. They turned Duke LaRue into Bascale the Chef, the only human. Looney Bird became Pizza Cam. Beach Bear became Jasper T. Jowls. Mr. Fats Geronimo became Mr. Munch. Mitzi Mozzarella was moved to Duke's place and became Helen Henny. The son, I assume there was a son, became the building. Choo Choo became Munch Jr. Who's Choo Choo? I'm not sure. And Rolf the Wolf. Choo Choo, I think, is Harold. It's me. It's for sure. That's your last name, right? You're now Munch Jr. Sorry. (laughs) I don't make the rules. And Rolf the Wolf became Chuck E. Cheese. The moon was the only character that carried over. There's some real, like, deep philosophical questions about... And Antioch's computer and airlines were used for The Wink, an animated Chuck E. Cheese head over the stage that would wink at the end of each segment. Which I think is super creepy. Yeah, that's awful. There's some really deep philosophical questions I think you can get into, like about personalities and identities. Unused animatronics such as <laughs> Billy Bob, Earl Schmerl, and Antioch were sold off or destroyed. It said Chuck E. Cheese has a corporate policy of destroying the animatronics head, because yes. that was, of course, the first thing I wanted. Yeah, apparently they do it so that you can't... There's just no like disembodied heads floating around out there. Which means we got to go take one ourselves. Oh, yeah, we do. So <laughs> they uh, have gone through several different phases of the band since then. There's Studio C, which is... Uh, With disco Basically, games? they just also... They'll start using like live performers more. There's, oh, that um, sucks. Yeah, Studio C is basically just Chuck E. Cheese by himself. And the other characters are like on. It's kind of like a space ghost thing, where like all the other characters are on the TV, and then Chuck E. Cheese is the only one that's actually in person. And they have a live stage, which is just employees in the costumes. They're even though the entire thing was that it, it was, was animatronics. Electronic. That was like the whole. Yeah, they're oh, since I think yes. 1998. I'm looking at photos from the Sharonville location, and I'm Munch's Make Believe Band is looking stellar. Uh, they're just is the, that the closest one? Uh, no, I think technically the closest one's on Colerain. Yeah, but the like internal shots of that don't don't really sell it as much as. Okay, yeah. So they still have Munch's Make Believe Band at some locations, but in nearly half of them, it's. Now, yeah, else. Munch is the purple fluff monster. Yeah, the and, guy who looks like Barney. And Jasper T. Jowls is the dog. Okay. Yeah, these are way less creepy than racist fucking. Well, yeah, the racist ones just like it's it's the old Confederate outfits that really does it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I like how also the photos you showed were just in black and white. Like they were black. Actually... And, they looked like they were from the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. they were true to the era. It's terrifying. Um, there. This is what I want to get to with the accent. Um, in the eighties, they opened one in Australia, named Charlie Cheese's Pizza Playhouse. What the? 
Charlie? They didn't want to use Chuck because it's very popular in Australia as a phrase to throw up. Mm. Like we use oh, yeah. Chuck, but they 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 can't. That's fucking theirs. every every other word. That's the third season of Leftovers, by the way. Is <laughs> they just keep saying Chuck. Oh, they got uh, Charlie cheeses down there. Um, they. So when you went, you actually played. Like this is in once ninety two on ninety two to ninety eight is in my mind the heyday of Chuck E. Cheese. Still a company, but right. what I'm most familiar with. The thing is, you trade in money for the fake money, and then you play games, and then you get tickets. Yeah, and then you get to trade them in for like a fake mustache. Yeah, <laughs> they've apparently tried several times to do a card, like replace it with like a like a swipe thing. Yeah. For like the tickets and the coins, so that's you're weird, just swiping. That's like what they do at like a casino. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, it is a casino for children. Yes, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, and they know. Ne- I guess like, I think there is something like psychologically satisfying about, about a coin in the and slot. then actually getting and tickets get t- and then yeah, trading them, them come in. out is like way better than like they're like, oh yeah, here to swipe it. You got two tickets. Yeah, so they never. They tried the car. They've tried the card several times. Um, they've called it Chucky Super Discount Card and a Chucky Token Card. Uh, they're doing it now, apparently, instead of electronic tickets. The um, they call it a play pass. They've yeah, found a way to call it a play pass. Pay pass, like play pass, is way better than card. Kids don't like cards. They love passes, though. And. They're keeping up. They always update the games. So I feel like my favorite games when I was a kid was the ones that were actually like, you played with the tokens. Like the, oh. there was the game that was like, you like drop it, drop it in the it, slot and was, try to land it. Yeah, it's like there's the one that's the moving tiers. Yeah, and you drop the coin down and then, which they actually also do have at casinos with real quarters. Yeah. Um, instead of tokens, but I, yeah, that was my favorite. And then the one where you like it was like a gun that you put the coin in. And then it had a trigger, and it would flip it up, and you had to land it in either, like, the dinosaur head or the volcano lava pit yeah. or the other dinosaur head. <laughs> and then you always trade it in, and you get, like, a handful of Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I like the ski jump one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ski jump yeah. was fun. That was a cool thing. I didn't... See, I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese's a lot often, but I went to, like, the Family Fun Center out yeah. in Eastgate. Which was basically just... Yeah, which had a... Uh, Ocean Hunter? Was it the name of the game? Um, I don't remember. Man, it was like the harpoon game where like you like shark hunter or something like that. All I remember and you fight the kraken. I remember how cool it was, like it's such a scam, but the like prizes they have. Where at Family Fun Center there would be like a nice bike. Yeah. And you'd always be like, If I keep playing games, I could get a bike. But you always I remember when candy. I was um yeah, you always spend on candy. I remember when I was a kid, the first time I thought like, oh, wait, what if that money that I'm spending, I could instead just save and buy a bike with? Right. This whole thing's a ripoff. I mean, there's... But they had batting cages. There's the, yeah, they did. And, 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 golf, and the, the mini golf course, cool. Um, but you had that. But also, like, think just how much plastic is wasted at those places. Because they're just like, all they do all day is move like pieces of plastic that cost pennies to make that you're spending you know a hundred tickets on that cost you probably like 20 bucks yeah to get a hundred tickets for some plastic and that thing where you like squeeze it oh yeah and then it squeezes the, the child's out flashlight <laughs> yeah <laughs> the child's that's flashlight. definitely like i cannot believe when I grew up and then I saw Flushlight, I'm like, oh, this is just basically that thing. <laughs> like, this this is just an adult version of that thing. It's like, hey, that thing that kind of looked like a sea cucumber, what if you stuck your dick in it? Wouldn't that be fun? Weird. Weird. Um, anyway. So, the uh, company has been bought out. Yeah, I was going to ask, like... the. The company was bought by Apollo Global Management. Oh, yeah. Apollo is a big entertainment. Mm-hmm. They bought it for 
$950 million in 2014. How many tickets is that? <laughs> I don't know. But since then, there have been um, some changes where uh, apparently they're trying to make it upscale. They're, Bullshit. They're trying a new design of um, muting the color scheme, having an open kitchen, doing the play pass cards instead of the tokens. And the biggest thing is Chuck E. Cheese no longer sounds like this. He sounds like... <laughs> Hello, kids. Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese's. The animatronic <laughs> stage sound, show. He gets, he gets a little bit more Michael Caine. <laughs> no, I'm just doing your Michael Caine impression. It's all right. Uh, the, the animatronic stage show has been removed in favor of a dance floor. So like you said, Oh, shit, the yeah, rave. the rave. Yeah, <laughs> damn, they really went with it, huh? Uh-huh. And they have more food now. Hey, kids, LSD tabs are only 25 tickets. Molly's 150. <laughs> Get out there on the dance floor. Wave your glow sticks, you sick little fox. I really like this character, man. Sounds like Christian Bale to me. Like, that's just what <laughs> like I'm Like actual Christian yeah, Bale? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is actually just all footage from the Terminator Salvation there film. There you go, yeah. He really lost it. <laughs> okay. Um, That's... So... <laughs> I need to know... Yeah. We gotta... Okay, so we have to go to Billy Bob's explosion. Yes. I have one final fun fact. All right. About, let's, let's do your final fun fact before we talk about future... Future plans. Future plans. So, Chuck E. Cheese bought out by Global... Apollo Global Management. The CEO of that is Leon Black. He set a record for buying who paid he, he paid almost 120 million for the scream. You know the painting, mm-hmm. the scream? Oh yeah, the Edward Monk painting. Yes. It's Monk, Edward Monk, but spelled Munch. Just yeah. like Munch's make believe band. Yeah, it's Monk's make believe band. <laughs> yes. That's it. I think it's funny that he owns Monk Munch's oh. make believe band. Okay. And Monk's <laughs> He the owns, scream. He owns Monk's Make Believe Band. That's a, the USA the, the USA Network uh, televised Monk's Make Believe Band where Tony Shalhoub fronts. Can you go a fucking episode without saying the words Tony Shalhoub or Jim Caviezel? Just imagine, though. Imagine the Chuck E. Cheese. All right, I'm Cheese. closing the computer. Plans uh, for the future. We need to have Tony Shalhoub on and we, we need we get, Jim Caviezel. No, but really, just imagine Tony Shalhoub fronting the Chuck E. Cheese band and how good that would be. I don't know anything about Tony Shalhoub. He was in Wings. He was in um, Spy Kids. He was in that episode, Soft Light of X-Files. What's Soft Light? That's the one where the guy shadow kills people. Oh. He's the guy who shadow kills people. Disintegrates them, really. Cool. Um, but that would be good. I mean, Floop's... Fuglies is basically like a, a Chuck E. Cheese kind of is thing. That his, is that Floop's last name? No, that's the name of the show. Floop's Fuglies? Floop's Fuglies, yes. Okay. It, was, it would be a lot weirder if you pronounced it Floop's Fuglies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a lot different. But that's definitely what they're going for, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You think some writers wrote Fuglies. And then somebody and was like, just like, oh shit. <laughs> let's call it. Fooglies. Well, we already printed the script. <laughs> Just like tell them it's a put an umlaut over the U. I don't know what that sounds like vowel wise, but it was really flugs fuglies. God, <laughs> like like flops flops fuglies. God, it's like all right, kids, you're gonna have to fuck the three mouth man. <laughs> Why? That was his thing. The guy had like three heads. Yeah. One set of eyes with like what? four mouths or some weird shit. Uh. I don't know why the kids have to fuck him. Why doesn't Floop fuck him? You got Comet Pizza on the brain. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Chuck E. Cheese's Comet Ping Pong. Right, what's our future plan? We're going to go to. We got to go to Billy Bob's 
Barnyard Wonderland in, <laughs> in Barbersville, West Virginia. Yeah. Or any, literally any of these. Napersville is somewhere in Illinois. They're all, we're kind of like right in the middle of several rocket fighting explosions. I know. It's bullshit. Explosions. It's bullshit that we're like, they were just like, let's just scatter them around the edges, but like none where you live. Well, we will drive out one day. Because we got to do that. We got to go to the void. What's the void? That was that like VR thing that I sent you. Oh, we, yeah. Where is that? There's like one in, the closest one is like Florida, I think. Um, there's one at like the... Disney Center in Orlando. Also, the guy um, who runs CEI uh, does apparently offer tours of the facilities. Oh, hell yes. That's I, There's another idea that we have to get going on. I think this is something we should do uh, probably with Harold's on tour because it's like, I mean, it's like the last couple weeks mm-hmm. for them to do it. But I found out that the... Marion, not the marionette, the ventriloquism museum. Oh, I've been there. In Fort Mitchell? Venhaven. Yeah. I have a postcard with Jeff Dunham holding uh, one oh, of his racist. Man, I like S- I Sam... saw like photos of that yeah. on like, Twitter and yeah. I was like, this place is fucking cursed and bad and I'm glad it's probably in upstate New York. Oh, it's fucking and wild. It's literally Fort Mitchell. I went there on uh, like an open house they had. Yeah, and they had they're like, doing one on the 15th. They had two semi-famous ventriloquists. I've... Uh, they had a little um, puppet. Uh, well, they have Jeff Dunham's first dummy there. Oh boy! And they also have a little dummy of Jeff Dunham that they let they let me like use. Did you like open his mouth and just say a bunch of racist? Yeah, shit? that's pretty much exactly what I said. I mean, I just said a bunch of racist shit, no, like quote, quote a bunch of racist was, shit unquote, yeah. not actually racist shit. Yeah, I like found out about that. I was like terrified it's, that that is within spitting distance. I get emails from them, dude. I the, met the curator. Man, it was my la- it was ber- my birthday last year when the party was at Morgan's house. Okay, you remember that? No, you came yes, over and you I iced did. me. Yeah, earlier in that, I was sick that night. I think, or I got too drunk. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, earlier that day, um, Sam, Morgan, and her boyfriend at the time, we all went to to Vent Haven. Man, I'm okay. Look, we got to go and then do a whole episode on it because... Absolutely. Talk about fucking cursed images. Yeah. It's that, wild. Like the, the, they have one the, in the third building, or at least third we went to. They have one dummy that's like the only thing that survived a shipwreck. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Bad. And it's just as creepy looking as you think. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I like... Oh, so many are so racist. Like, yes. you will see oh. the most racist oh, looking no, fucking shit. Here's the thing. What are you doing on 9-11? Because they do tours on Tuesdays, and 9-11's a Tuesday this year. All right. I guess we're going to do a vlog of our trip to Venhaven. On 9-11. Mm-hmm. Never forget. How can you forget if you're always remembering? Tell me. Oh, wait. No, it's a different thing. And then we should probably hunt for the Loveland Frogman. Yeah. Get some. Probably. He probably hates dummies, right? I, they won't let you take a dummy. They don't sell the dummies at the museum. Yeah, we'll buy it. You can like you can give them money and they'll put your name on it, and that's on like, the, you, on you can the dummy? you can adopt a dummy. What? No, so, <laughs> that's you're selling your soul to them. I don't know. I think and losing money. I think. Um, Did you do that? No, but I think when you die, your soul goes into the dummy. I think. I think the (laughs) that's what you what you did is built a fucking eternal resting place for your soul when you die. I think maybe we should. I've seen movies. (laughs) We should take the the Patreon funds, and Thimp should adopt a dummy. Hey kids. Yeah. If, you, if you give me five bucks, I'll carve it into the back of Chuck E. Cheese with my knife. Be forever remembered at the Chuck E. Cheese Memorial Fund. Is that the dummy talking like that now? All right. Uh, next episode, I'm doing an obnoxious British accent through the entire thing. I'm sorry. Or Australian, whatever the fuck. I, I, this is like... Uh, the guy who looks after Oliver Twist. Like the, the, the <laughs> dude that ran the orphanage. No, you can't have another. It's like, please, sir, man. <laughs> 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 he didn't even speak words, I'm pretty sure. He just growled and, like, vaguely British growling. Yeah. <laughs>
I'll steal your pinkies and sell them for a shilling. <laughs> this is basically a character from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's very good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Do you just want to end the episode in that character? Yeah, you've been listening to Think. As we always say, put on your thinking caps because we're about to hit you over the head with some knowledge. Bye. <laughs>